0: what I'm most excited about is, is maybe towards the end of the book, your last chapter, just what it means to be empowered by the light. Cause I'm thinking that that ties in a lot to what our podcast is trying to get across is that it's the gospel. It's, you never move on from Jesus. Like um, you, you know, the only way to move into much spiritual maturity is by pushing the gospel deeper and deeper into our hearts. And when we do that, we're letting the light into into, into us, exposing yes. the dark areas. We're way more sinful than mm-hmm. we ever dare believe. Yeah. Um, the depths of our sin, sinfulness is just um, astounding. And um, I think a lot of people just almost deceive themselves thinking that they're the idea of being a good person oh, is, yes. uh, um, I mean, I, I fall into that trap all the time. Like, well, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. I don't, you know, I don't, I've never, don't do, not i have do not do do not drink. I don't do drugs. But man, you know, the scriptures are so clear. There's n- none of us are righteous. No, not one, you know, Romans uh, chapter two or three, I think. But, um, yeah. so let's talk about that being empowered by the light. Um, t- tell me about this. How, why is this chapter important?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> it's, imp- well, one of the reasons I think it's important is because I, I give case studies in a sense, there are three stories that I tell of men who, who I watched over time become empowered by the light, including myself. And it's not what the world thinks. So it, empowered and in, in the worldly sense would be, who knows, you've got success, a really Prestigious position, maybe you are um, over. You have certain influence over other people. Uh, you're very successful in different ways. Whereas the empowered man, from a kingdom perspective, from God's perspective, is is what you just described. The man who is so well acquainted with his sin, and and by virtue of that, acquainted with God's grace because in order to be in order to appreciate God's grace we have to come to that that point of realizing how how sinfully depraved we are i i am i can speak for myself to say i man there is a lot of dark inside of me that if left unchecked can can destroy me and and hurt so many other people and unfortunately i think like what you said uh greg i think we play it off. You hear this sometimes in some of the pop, pop music, uh, Christian music, you know, they, often refer to sin as, as a mistake or um, you know, it, and I think unfortunately for me, as I think about it, 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 um, it lowers the significance of what sin is. i like sin is really intentional rebellion against God. And, and I think we, we, we are uncomfortable with that because it means it means we're not very good and, and we want to trust in our goodness. And the empowered man is the opposite. He, he's not entrusting in his goodness. He's entrusting in the goodness of God and the all-sufficiency of, of Christ, his life, death, and resurrection for your own redemption. And so uh, there's one story I'm, I'm trying to think of that, which one should I share? One. Okay, I'll share this one. The one story that I, I love that I shared is um, there was a guy who he... I met him, actually, for not at church. This was when I was a men's pastor. He reached out to me through email, and we got together for coffee and started talking. And he had just gone through a really bad breakup. And through that breakup, some of his own sin, his stuff, kind of came to the surface, and he was he was really struggling with it. And he had been involved in church when he was younger, but had had strayed, had not come back and really didn't feel comfortable being in church again because he felt so he felt the weight of his sin. OK, mm-hmm. and I invited him to come and and he did the next Sunday. He actually did come. He had, but what was so amazing was he was he it was like one of those situations where if you've ever seen someone where they walk in church and they're afraid they're going to get struck by lightning, you know, by being there. That was him. He, We had these, I don't know, kind of these pillars in 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 our lobby and he was so tight up against that pillar because <laughs> it, as if it was like his safe place, he didn't want to, <laughs> almost hiding behind it, you know? But I saw him and I went over to him, gave him a big hug. And I didn't know at first that he was there before the message, but he had come, attended, seen the message and was standing over by the pillar. And, and actually it was so funny because he actually was like trying to get my attention but didn't want everybody else to know he was there. <laughs> Meanwhile, nobody knew who he was. so I went over. I hugged him, and I'm not even kidding. he was shaking. He was shaking. And afterwards, I realized that he was shaking because he had just heard the gospel very clearly for the first time, maybe ever. and he he didn't know what to do with it. he He was so he knew he was so sinful. but yet, he was experiencing, I think the Holy Spirit really working on him. And so we talked for a while and he decided to come back the next Sunday and he started coming back again and again and again. And then he started getting connected with other men. I met with him. He got connected in some men's groups. There was a young adult group he started getting connected with and he started to find these places where he could be vulnerable and they were safe, safe spaces. and. As he did that, he experienced the unconditional love and grace of God, and that began to just transform him and Sooner or later, this guy in the lobby i'll never forget it man he he became a social butterfly. <laughs> it was so funny in in the sense that like he lit up and his countenance lifted, you could see the light you know coming from him as he interacted with everybody else he and it changed the way he lived he did he stopped. He stopped uh, living at work for his own benefit and started thinking about how he could serve God through what he was doing at work He and how he could reflect who God was to the people he worked with. He started dating or, or prioritizing dating Christian women, met a Christian woman, and they started dating, and that was a big deal for him. And, uh, and they eventually actually got married as well. But it, it was so fun to see God literally take this man who started out not even wanting to be in church and even shaking being in, in the lobby uh, for the first time in a long time to then being so confident, not in himself, but in the all sufficiency of Christ and in, in God's faithfulness to him. And I think that's where I think the biggest defining factor of, of what it means to be empowered, an empowered man is that it's not confidence in yourself, your own abilities, your own skills, whatever, your own knowledge, expertise. It's It's confidence in in God's faithfulness to you. And that changes everything.
0: So what, what are some of the, um, why, let me just ask this way. Why, why should somebody read your book?
1: Hmm. I love it. Great question. Great question. So a couple things, <laughs> I'll tell you why I, certain people have told me that they've read my book actually, because, and this will be i don't know if this will be surprising or not i think i don't have a whole lot of uh what do you call them uh, reviews on amazon yet but i think the majority of them are from women and so i, I think that's kind of
0: interesting it that's is that's kind of interesting because like i was i was going to say like you're writing a book to men you you alienated half the world <laughs> like <laughs> if you're trying to make money through your book you're, you yeah. you probably want to read a book that applies to but uh, yeah. A- anyway, but it's women... because because the women. It's because their 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 husbands, their boyfriends, read the book, and they they're the ones who g- give you the feedback. So, what kind of feedback have you gotten?
1: Yeah, I've gotten great feedback. So the the women, um, they love it because I think in some ways they've seen the their men light up and and begin to they're seeing the Holy Spirit, you know. Draw that those men to to scripture and to his to his word to uh, and growing him in that using my book to do that I think I think they also this for women this they this is the man they want they want the empowered man because one of the things that I'll, I'll share with guys sometime is look being a godly man doesn't look like you or leading your family doesn't look like you having all the answers or having tons of scripture memorized and all this it's, it's not, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's being de- dependent on God. So it, what it could look like is you looking at your wife and saying, honey, I have no idea what we're going to do. I am at a total loss, but I know who does. Let me take your hands. Let's kneel right here in the living room. We're just going to pray to God and, and ask him to show up for us. That, that is powerful. And that is the empowered man at, at work basically.
0: And I think well, it's women... a humble, a, a humble man. Humbly dependent on God, yes. Like um, that's that's one of the big issues I see is there's so much self-dependence and so much, even even in some of the Christian writing, uh, Christian devotionals, it, it's it's all about self-improvement and yes. instead of right. instead of pointing us to be more and more dependent and trust in God, and uh, that's uh, yep. Uh, so, that's, that's good.
1: Yeah. So that's, I think that's one of the reasons why women love it. I would say on for the men's side of things, I'll say just a couple of things. Number one, it's a really thin book. And I did that on purpose. I actually, <laughs> I somewhat fought my publisher on this because they said, man, we really like books to be at least, you know, 50,000 words. And I think this is not even 30,000 words on purpose because men typically don't read Right. In in my experience. So this is a book that's very accessible, easy to read. So I'm getting that from guys. But also, I think I think, like you said, I think most guys have been trapped in this way of thinking that, like, that it's it's up to me. And I've got to like, I got to do these things. I've got to accomplish this checklist, if you will. Or, you know, the churches, every time I go to, to church, I'm given a new reason why I am bad. And also a new checklist of what i should be doing differently and i th- i think for a lot of men i'm i'm seeing that this is helping to to change that perspective and and not be so as you said dependent on themselves but more dependent on on god and i think words are important i think for a lot of men the the idea of being empowered is is resonating but then also the the known grown and owned those three three things and as and I don't know, in some ways, it, it seems it's very simple, you know, and and I again, I'm not the other thing I didn't want to do was create another checklist. Here's the five ways to this or the right. three steps to that. That's why it's it, it's more descriptive of the empowered man. And I think guys are resonating with that description.
0: That's good. That's good. You know, one of the things I want to mention is um one uh, the thing I really like about your book is I've is I've. uh read parts of it at the end of each chapter you have like a simple summary but then yeah. you also have questions and so aren't isn't not is isn't it true that people are using this in small groups
1: yes yes that's exactly right so that's the other thing i really wanted i it always bothered me so i don't know maybe it shouldn't I, I know but it bothered me a little bit that you'd buy the book and then they'd say oh and here's the workbook you can buy separate <laughs> you know what i mean right so this, I really wanted this to be all together. So the workbook is, yeah, is included in it. There are five questions at the end of every chapter, and and I would I would say, look, man, these are actually these are not questions. These are questions that are going to make you think. Let's put it that way. And they're they're questions that are going to drive you to God's Word. I really wanted guys to spend time in Scripture doing, doing, you know, spending time there. Um, in, in one of them, I asked guys to write their own Psalm similar to what David wrote in Psalm 51, for example. Um, and then I, I asked them to their different passages of scripture, ask them to look up and cross reference and stuff. Cause I really want them to, I want God's word to begin to really, really fill them so, yeah. And then the summary, I just I have always appreciated chapter summaries when, when they're in books. And so just an easy way to kind of review what you already read.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I that's what I love about your book is it's it's very, very practical. I mean, it's it's like you said, it's it's not 500 pages. Right. It's it's readable. You could read it on a long plane for plane ride, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's one of these type of books that you could read and pass on. You can use it in your small group um with other guys you can use it just maybe you and another guy like two guys get together read a chapter and then discuss it yeah because you do a great job just sharing stories of of what it means to bring um things into the light and how to live in the light how to walk in the light so it's it's great stuff
1: there's also just real quick there's also a digital course that i i'm actually still finishing but it's it's at least through chapter four is available uh, to go through, so I, I in the digital course I walk you through chapter by chapter through the questions. Sometimes I know that people will look at questions from you know from authors like that and wonder, well, I don't know what they mean by that or why did he ask that question. So I, I hope to give a little bit more elaboration on my thinking behind some of the questions and even examples of how a guy might answer some of those questions. So, well, how does
0: that work? Is I mean, is that is that included or is that like an extra?
1: No, it's included, and it's it's the the website is in. Is in the book uh, at the end of every chapter. It's just uh, empoweredmanhood.thinkific.com. And you just, you create a, basically you go in, it's free. You just put in your email address and, and your name and you get access to to the course. And yeah, just, uh, it, so after every chapter, ideally the way I say it is read a chapter, then uh, watch the video through the digital course and and answer the questions then, and then discuss it with with other guys.
0: Okay, great. Um well let's just wrap this up and how can people get in touch with you? I, I I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they can go to um what is it, wwwempoweredmanhood.com. Yep, empoweredmanhood.com. They, mm-hmm. they can uh, there's a link there to get the book and there's there's you mm-hmm. can read an excerpt from the book. Um but is there other ways people can get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn you can connect with me there. I'm on Facebook. I, yeah, I did start an Empowered Manhood Facebook group where guys are starting to gather now who've, who've read the book and discuss some of the content. in it. so that's another avenue to kind of process the content. Uh, let me think here. Oh, my email address, I'm happy to give that out. It's just mike.hatch at empoweredmanhood.com. Feel free to reach out to me. I love hearing from readers, especially if they've read it and they have feedback. That's one of the greatest things is getting to hear what people, how they're processing the content. Um, that's really exciting. We have a podcast and so people are welcome to check out the podcast. And actually on the podcast, I have the introduction in the first chapter I posted in audio because I'm, I'm oh. finishing the audio book. So if, if guys would rather listen rather re- than read the, the excerpt, they can listen and write. So the podcast currently is Empowered Manhood, but it's going to change here in just a well, in July, so it's gonna it's gonna be throwing mountains is, will be the name of the podcast. We're rebranding it, and uh, but you can you can access uh, the audio portion of the first introduction, first chapter there if you want as well.
0: When you change the name, are you gonna is are all the old episodes going to be? Uh, yes,
1: they're all going to be there. Over? Yes, yes. Okay, they're
0: they all be brought ready. being brought over, and then people can yeah. find that on Apple and Google and. Mm-hmm be on all the major platforms.
1: Yep. That's exactly right. All the major. That's platforms, awesome.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Mike, um, is there anything else you want to share before we uh, before we uh, go on with our day?
1: Yeah. I, first of all, thank you, Greg, for having me, man. I really appreciate being with you. It has been a great discussion and and I really admire what you do, by the way, and, and love your podcast too. I need to go back in and listen to more episodes, but just the idea of gospel Addict. Oh my gosh. That's so, that so resonates with, with what my message is too, you know? Um,
0: so maybe I, I, I should write that. a book. Yes. I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've thought about it, but then when it gets out, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I I might take me five years. It sounds like it took you five years.
1: It, yes, it did. Partly because I wasn't fully uh, committed, but at, at first, but God definitely worked on me to get it done. But, um, no, yeah, I, the only thing I would say is look guys, you will be welcomed by god when you step into the light in the most surprising gracious merciful way there is there is no need to continue to to struggle in the dark trapped by sins that are kept secret and struggles and and a past that that nobody knows about god is waiting for you to step into the light and it doesn't take much. It really doesn't. So I just, I I really want to encourage guys to, um, to be obedient, to take that first step into the light and watch God work, man, because he is faithful.
0: Amen. And to take that first step, just, just um, like thinking practically, would you encourage somebody to just open up to that one person to, to, uh, Mm. yeah, I would say, what would that, what would that look like?
1: Yeah, I, I would probably start with your pastor. It's probably where I would start. If And then if not your pastor, I, I would be looking for a group of men in your church who are authentic and are humble and are also desperately dependent on the gospel. And I would just start, maybe it's one guy, but just start meeting with that guy and say, hey, look, maybe you just start by saying, look, I'm looking to be more transparent about who I am in my faith and and I want to grow in my faith. And so I'd love to meet with you on a regular basis. Cause I know there's a lot of churches where actually men are, 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 are not meeting. I know that's, that's the case being with CLC for a while. I know, unfortunately, there are a lot of churches where men's ministry doesn't exist. Men's Bible studies don't exist, but so I would start with the pastor. Then I would probably, if, if, either work out from there to other men in your church. Um, there's other, there are other great ways to some, maybe it, maybe it's just jumping onto our Facebook group and just starting to interact with guys on the empowered manhood Facebook group that I started, for example, that's another way. Um, but what little steps, little steps just to expose yourself to the light.
0: The book is manhood empowered by the light of the gospel written by Mike Hatch. Thank you so much, Mike, for being on the show. Stay tuned for further episodes of the Gospel Addict Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Addict Podcast. Feel free to contact us via email at gospeladdictpodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. And remember, on your worst days, you're never beyond the reach of God's grace. And on your best days, you're never beyond the need God's grace. See you next time.